Hey everyone, and welcome to this installment of Artist Avenue. This time around, I had the pure joy of getting to sit down with six wonderful young women named Marky, Alexia, Aisha, Vanessa, Bridget, and Angie, all from the Kubert Art School. Now, this recording went a little long, so I have to split it into two parts. So, in the first part, we find out everything we possibly can about these young ladies' personal life and their schooling. And in part two, we talk about the industry and the very important role that women play in it. So, please, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Yeah, we're going to be recording. <laughs> Fernando Ruiz <laughs> walked in. Fernando Ruiz, everybody. <laughs> so you have this tendency to just walk in and show <laughs> like up on all the recordings. <laughs> you should be in on this. <laughs> You're, right waiting around. Around. You're the creepy guy in the corner. It's, <laughs> it's fine. How oh, are you, sir? Creepy, okay, good. So what are you, interviewing? Yeah. Roundtable type discussion. We're, we're trying. Wow. We're gonna we we're gonna try to pace ourselves. <laughs> we're trying not to talk over each other, which is really hard. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, if you ever listen to Giant Bombcast, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but this I'm trying to find out more information about each of you. True. So if you're talking about yourself, I would like to hear it. So if you want to make fun of her, wait till she's done talking about herself. And, and then, then make, make fun. <laughs> but we can make fun. So no problem. I encourage cross-conversation. Just let the first topic get out. So. Okay. Makes sense. All right. So we're going to start over here. Just <laughs> your name. Where um, you're from. Okay. My name is Aisha Gilsonov. Most people just call me Aisha. Icy, blue, anything really. Besides my actual name, which I got used to by now. Uh, I'm from Turkey, Istanbul. And I came to the Kubert School four years ago and graduated last year. Very good. Yep. My name is Bridget Allenson, and I'm from New Jersey. Wow, that's a long Wow, trip. that was a great explanation. <laughs> <laughs> when did you go to school here? Um, 2009 to 2012. I just say we graduated in 2012. Yeah. It's the only way I can remember. Okay. Okay. Hi. <laughs> uh, I'm Angela Fernot, or Angie. I am also a 2012 graduate of the Kubert School, and I am also from New Jersey. I'm incredibly interesting. <laughs> Someone will find it interesting, I guarantee you. <laughs> Two girls from Jersey. Great. Woot! Represent. It can't be that bad, except it is. Yeah. Why don't you do this? Because I get a class. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, I just right, you got the. <laughs> and I'm out of microphones. Yeah. So. <laughs> so what are you teaching? Basic drawing. Nice. You want to do it? Yes. <laughs> You can never have enough basic drawing classes. Pass off the microphone. You can never have enough basic drawing classes in here. No, that's true. Yeah. Sure, especially not with Fernando Ruiz. Oh. Exactly. Like, is that why you walked in here? Because you felt the love was going to be overpouring for you? It was a gamble. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's love. There's a crapshoot walking <laughs> through the door. <laughs> what are you going to say? <laughs> I'll get out of your way. <clears throat> Goodbye. We miss, Bye, you. Bye. We miss you already, Fernando. I will bother you at some point with my portfolio. Do it. See, yep. like Don't last forget time to tell them that, it's never too early I have to drop to isolate out. all yes. of his words on everybody's track and even, like, <laughs> take it up because he says some gems. I, get, I remember. I actually <laughs> listened to Anthony's 
and I could just hear him like mumble in the background. The yeah. <laughs> and that was like because he was like four <laughs> tables away. Yeah. And I had to pick that up. So. Yeah. I'm Alexia Feldhuysen, and I'm from Amsterdam, and I graduated in 2014, which is now a year and a half ago, I would say. Okay. Hey, I'm Marky Wolfson. I am a current uh, third-year student, uh, but I've been coming to the classes since I was 10, so it's going to be, <laughs> I think, my 11th year at the school. So this has been, like, home to me, and I'm from Sparta. Sparta, that's so cool. <laughs> 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 I'm Vanessa Solis. I'm from California, and I'm a third year, and I should be graduating next year. Okay. Yeah. So we got people from all over the world, and then two from Jersey. Yep. <laughs> Don't want to say it out too loud because they may hear me. Three people from Jersey. Thank you. Three. Oh, she's I'm from Jersey as well. She's, well, she's from Sparta. That's New Jersey. Okay, three, four. <laughs> Right, you want to be boring? You can be boring. It's cooler to be from Jersey. Weirdos. But it's better to be from Europe. All right, the fact that the reason I got you all together is because you're all different. All different, female, and striving to be in an industry that is primarily male dominated, um, which is unfortunate. We'll change that. Right, here's hoping. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the schooling that you went through here, how was it? Was it any different for you than other students? <laughs> Seeing as, like, <laughs> someone like you, you gotta, you gotta, this is real. <laughs> this is actually happening. <laughs> Are you trying not to sneeze? Okay. Good. <laughs> Coming from so far away, uh-huh. what is the, the process for you that, you know, this is, you're traveling across mm-hmm. the world to go to school? Yes. It's not the same for those from Jersey or from, from within the States. Yeah. yeah. How, how is that different for you than, let's say, the standard student? I mean, obviously... I don't have chances like getting student aid, like support financially. So mm-hmm. I'm depending on myself and my parents primarily. Okay. And I'm lucky enough that my parents are really supportive of me and they were cool with helping me out throughout the school. So I was very lucky with that. But the process is pretty much just um, you apply, you do the phone portfolio mm-hmm. review with Mike Chen, you're nervous <laughs> as hell. And mine was 5 a.m. in the morning for me. So I stayed up all night, had like <laughs> a lot of coffee. So I was all jittery <laughs> the whole time. And I'm just trying to be professional on the phone, but I'm just like walking back and forth in my room the whole time, like trembling because I had way too much caffeine. And um, it's just a little bit different of a process. It's just like you're not. Sh- as sure if you're going to get in or not because you don't know how the process works. Okay. And it's kind of a gamble also because you don't get to see the school before you actually apply and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, in the end, it was just I knew this was what I wanted to do. I knew about Andy. I knew about Adam. I knew about Joe. And I knew that I wanted to learn from these guys and I wanted to be in this environment. So it was a simple enough decision once I knew I wanted this and I had no other choice but to come here. Fantastic. But, okay. of course, being away from home is never easy. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's true, especially so far away from home. Yeah. How about you, being from Amsterdam? Well, for me, I already knew my junior year in high school what I wanted to do because I've been in working in a comic shop for a long time, and we had American comics imported through Diamonds Distributor and all that. So one day I like opened up a comic book, and it had the ad of the school in it, so I was like, Oh, I want to be a comic book artist. There's a school for that in America. Let's try to do that. Okay. So ever since that, my focus was on that primarily. 
Um, as it turned out, I was first trying to get financial aid through the Netherlands and bring it over to America. However, A, they wouldn't let me do it, and B, <laughs> even if they did, it wouldn't even cover a third of the tuition because the tuition over here in comparison to over there is ridiculously different. Yep. Okay. You know, yeah. I, I saw, uh, the whole time I had the idea in my head that the school was going to be very expensive, but I never knew the exact number until I finally got it, and I was, I just dropped the brick, basically, because <laughs> it was a ridiculous amount for, you know... Um, in comparison to where, where you are. Exactly. But Relatively speaking, here, it was a lot, but then... It's really not. It's, it's not. It's, it's, yeah, it's even cheaper. Others, uh, I mean, this is technically considered a trade-type school. Yeah. And monetarily, it's... Normal or maybe even a little bit less. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, in comparison to the rest of the world, is astronomically different. It is. So. It is very, very different. Um, luckily for me, and I do say this because I am very lucky in that sense, I had a green card already. Okay. That is, <laughs> yeah, that's also another expense that a lot of, lot of incoming students it from other countries will pay attention to. My mom's family, they moved from Colombia to the United States. So they all got green cards. Mm -hmm. And I guess somehow my mom got green cards from me and my brother. Okay. So my mom was, after going through that whole dance, my mom was like, why don't you try to get in through with your green card and get financial aid there? Because you can do it. And I'm like, okay, I tried. So the first year after graduating high school, I tried doing it the normal way. And then the second year, I was like, all right, I'm going to try it. The American way, if that's what you want to <laughs> no, call okay. it. All right, yeah, no, I follow. So then I'm like, all right, and I got in, and I got the money together, I got the finances together, also with a little help from a foundation in The Hague. Okay. And so I basically scrapped all that money together, and I was able to go. Great. So, you know, you get on the airplane, you say goodbye to all your friends and family, and it's... It was the weirdest flight I've ever had in my life, because I was bawling my eyes out, you know, mm -hmm. like... Missing all my friends and family, and then when I actually flew, I was in American airspace where I was close to JFK. I was really excited. It turned for you. you yeah, you, you, the, you the experience took over. Absolutely. Which is for someone coming, you know, leaving their family and friends and whatnot, coming to a school like this is, in my opinion, beneficial because it's such a it's a community. It's a small school. You're not going to a school with. 20, 30, 40,000 students in there that you just get lost in the shuffle. You have a, it's amazing how tight-knit of a little group you have here. Yeah. And that is like a surrogate family or, or oh, whatnot, absolutely. Which, is, which is really beneficial to have. Yeah. Now, for the locals, okay, for, for the, 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 the in-states, what made you choose here as opposed to other schools that are available? Yeah, you um, can you can speak. You don't have okay. to. Yeah. I, I don't want everybody being silent. Um, well, I knew about the Cubert School because I pretty much grew up in Dover. Okay. Um, and my parents met there. At the ago. school or we in met Dover? Here at the Cubert no. School. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and my dad was at the school for like two years. Okay. And my mom was here for only one, and then they got married and decided to have four kids. <laughs> so. Just four. Is that just, taught at just the school? <laughs> is, that, is that a class that I don't know about? You'd be surprised how many people end up together here. Yeah, yeah. yeah so they just... Like, they always talked about the Cuban school, and I knew it existed. And when I was 14, I took um, one month of their Saturday classes. Okay. So I had been inside the school, and I kind of knew what it was like. And I just, I knew I wanted to draw. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my drawing. Okay. I just knew that this was a good school to learn art. Okay. So. 
It was pretty straightforward. I think I always knew I was coming well, here. Y you you had the the background from your parents. Yeah. It's it's. I mean, some people find it in an advertisement, which is shockingly how many times I hear that. Yeah. 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 And then you you have your personal experience or your, your family's yeah. personal experience. And the old school's website looked so shady. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, Mad sketchy, yo. It was so sketchy. <laughs> it was like it was black and orange, yeah. and everything just looked very like Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> 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 and like not like as bad as like some of the GeoCities websites you would see growing <laughs> up, but like it was it was bad. I'm like, <laughs> 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 I went on the website. I'm like, is this even a real school? Like, re did my parents really go here? I don't think this. Is it is, I heard it that. Is also in Dover, which is also kind of a rougher neighborhood. Angie. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I just decided I was going to go here. Now, uh, when I was in middle school, actually, I, I had a friend whose stepdad is a huge nerd, and <laughs> he was like, he saw how much I liked drawing, and he saw that I, I was drawing comics before I really understood what they were. Mm -hmm. I wasn't actually introduced to comics really officially until I was about 12 or 13. Okay. So I would just draw in a narrative style and I didn't really know what I was doing, but I knew I wanted to tell a story and I wasn't sure how. And that was the way that I would do it. And uh, when he saw that, he basically said, check out the school, go here, this is your future. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> so I, I kind of just held on to that and I was like, there's a school for people who draw comics? Oh my God. <laughs> so I was really, really happy. And then of course I hit high school and I was like, yeah, whatever, that's not happening. Um, and I went to County College of Morris, got an associate's degree in fine art. Cause I figured, you know, if I ever want to get like a real job, I should have a degree. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I'm going to go to comic book school. <laughs> <laughs> so then I came here and uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. Okay. Um, well, again, <coughs> I wasn't exactly introduced into comics. I was more of a manga okay. fan when I was a kid. I r actually remember um, I was staying up late at my grandparents' house, and I was watching SpongeBob or whatever. Okay. And then this anime came on. I was like, hold the phone. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Hold the phone. There's swords. There's stuff. There's not Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah, Marky, I should clarify. My first comics were actually manga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I started with Sailor Moon. Oh, and um. And <laughs> yeah. I have funny? every manga. Laugh at me. Do it. <laughs> but, um, it's about to get real. <laughs> <laughs> what? You can borrow them anytime. <laughs> it was um, so unlike anything that I had seen before. Like it was more adult and there was a story to it. So um, my mom and I would record them because they were really late at night to watch them. And um, I remember getting my first manga at Christmas, and they also got me comic book paper because I was like, I need to draw this. I okay. need to draw. And on the comic book paper was the Joe Kubert school. So, so they must have bought it. Yeah, no, they, they bought it from the <laughs> store. We didn't know it was a school because okay. not a lot of people know that mm -hmm. because they just go to the art store. So we checked it out. My parents dropped me off, and the classes were <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen them since. <laughs> <laughs> they, it was really weird because the classes weren't um, separated um, kids, adults. It was adults and kids at the same time. So my parents were like, so we're going to leave her here with like a bunch of adults in the classroom. Oh, so the, the, the evening and weekend classes? Oh, no, this is the Saturday class. Okay, I, I only took those. I took those for a really long time, um, and um, it was getting used to being in a room full of people that were either older or younger. And it was kind of interesting. And I had Fernando as a teacher, and I, he was great, yeah. obviously. Um, 
And then in high school, I kind of fell out of comics um, because I got, like, I guess I got into martial arts or something else. Okay. Um, and I just decided to take math a lot. I don't know. Why. My, a lot of my friends were, like, into science and stuff, mm -hmm. so I thought that would be a good path. No. But, um, how'd <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that work out for you? Weird. Uh, so, uh, with their math. You <laughs> <laughs> went through your math phase. <laughs> I, I did, I really did. And then it wasn't until um, my English teacher asked us to write an essay about the school that we wanted to go to. And I researched this because I knew it was a comic book school, but again, I was more into manga, so mm -hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, and then I read about Joe, and I read about just all the work that he put into, and I really just fell in love with it. And I saw the most growth um, from point A to graduating. Okay. Um, and that really drew me to it. That's great. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all friends here. It's okay. Well, Mark, I have to ask you a question, though. I don't know if this is like Absolutely. Like, it being that you <laughs> took the classes for so many years before you went to school, did you feel like that changed your experience here? Did it give you an advantage? Did it, did it help you in any way? Because my experience has been in teaching those classes that I don't see how it would necessarily give anyone a leg up because you're not studying the same subjects, but I do think that it at least prepares students better. Did you feel that way? It did, and I also had Fabio too for a year, and he told me like straight out like if he had actually recommended not to go to this school first, like to go and go to college because he said a lot of high school students come in and are not prepared for that workload. But I always loved working. Like, I like doing homework. So Nerd. <laughs> so I knew that the workload, I knew it was going to be a lot. But again, I guess the Saturday classes just kind of introduced me to the structure of comics. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. I liked it. I, I appreciate the. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, B, you need to talk. Okay, what your are name? we? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you know my name? What what brought you here? He you're okay. So you're the me. furthest of the, the within state, the states. Yeah. So states. there's a there's a couple of art schools in between here and. California. Well, because I already did the whole college thing. Like, um, I graduated, got my degree again. In? Uh, fine arts okay. and animation. Okay. So I did both at the same time. <clears throat> so I knew I wanted to do something in art, but then when I graduated, I couldn't find any work. Like, <laughs> okay. I, I really couldn't. It's like, why do I have this stupid degree? It's doing nothing for me. <laughs> and then I was just working dumb retail jobs that were really annoying. But then, uh, uh, my sister found a comic book store by her house. She lives by the like the beach. It's a beautiful comic book store there. And we went in, and then uh, I got a back row. She was like the new 52. It just came <laughs> out, and I was like, this is awesome, back row. Wow. And then in there, I saw the Joe Cuber ad, and I was like, huh. <laughs> the ad. The best ad ever to Goodness. It was like awesome, because I saw that. And then I was like, I didn't know this was a thing. And then I love comics. I've been you know reading them since I was small. My sister and my brother introduced me to them. And then so... Then I looked it up, and again, I thought it wasn't real. I did the interview, <laughs> and I was like, 
Like Joe was scary as fuck. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it, for me, it was seven in the morning. Was it? For here, it was like barely like ten something. So I was just like, uh, I'm close to my it. My mom woke me up. Shot me hat. Despiértate. appointment, and I was like, okay, mom. And right, I was sitting by my computer. Right there, I didn't have a laptop yet. So I'm like in the home computer, big old monitor. And, like, uh, and it's like I had my interview, and then I was like, I think it went good. It was like an hour later. I hung, we hung up, and then I called my sister. Mom, hey, bro, I think I did good. I think I got in, or whatever. And then um, a week later, I get the, the um, acceptance packets, acceptance, the acceptance, oh, yeah. everything. I was like, I got in. <laughs> so it was like super exciting. Yeah. And then uh, we just road tripped across the country with my car nice. to here. <laughs> we just grabbed all my shit, threw it in the car, and let's go. Oh, nice. Like, seriously, like in August, like uh, four days, five days before school, the okay. whole orientation yeah. thing, we, came, we got here. We went into the city. It was raining. It was like August and it's raining, which mm-hmm. is really weird. I um, <laughs> was here all right. Yeah, and then I met this one. Yeah, I was her <laughs> RA. This orange little thing. Hi, I'm your At the time, I had red hair. Yeah. Red hair? Yeah. Okay, because I think for as long as I've known you, it's been a blue. shade of blue. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so. I love the way you're, you're making yeah. comments about her hair. At least you picked a color. <laughs> Ouch. colors that I grabbed and threw them on there, that's it. But yeah. Yeah, so for those of you who can't see them, Aisha has blue hair and Vanessa has rainbow hair. And Bridget and has Bridget red, hair. red hair. She looks like not, a little not mermaid. Not just standard red hair. <laughs> a little mermaid. What up, brunettes? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Wear it up. Oh, you yeah, should the see rest of us when she wakes up. Just out of curiosity, I would like, and I know it's not really that couth, but I'd like for you to tell us your ages. Of course. Just I'm 22. Okay. 23. Am I the oldest one here? No. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna panic. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> should we say the names and then the ages? Because yeah, maybe we should. Go ahead. I'm Aisha and I'm 22. Bridget is 23. <laughs> I'm Angie and I'm 28. I'm Alexia and I'm 25. I'm Marky and I'm 20. Vanessa, 28. Well, Evan, I'm 19. <laughs> <laughs> so how old are you, really? I am 37 years old. The the question that I have that I'm posing to everyone, Mm -hmm. especially those that traveled as far as they did, the family's reaction, support. um, I you can sort of pass on the question (laughs) (laughs) because completely up to you. Mm -hmm. Um, Two miles away. But the experiences that I have with speaking to different students and whatnot is it's. Either super yes, go for it, do what you love, or, or those silly little books. You want to do that? So, yep. my uh, out of curiosity. I mean, I already said it before. Where my immediate family, my especially my brothers. I have two brothers, mm-hmm. and I didn't say this before, but I found the Cubert School through my younger brother, who lived in Chicago at the time. Okay, and he would pretty much blow all his money on comic books. And he actually saw the ad and then showed me the ad. And that's okay. how I found the, okay. so the, the ad. That is the support. I got gotcha. you. But anyway, um, my, my dad is a director and a produce, producer. And my mom is a screenplay writer. So they were already in storytelling. Okay. So my brothers, one of them wants to become a director. And the other one already is a director. He's directing a TV show in Turkey right now. Okay. So all of us, all our family was going into storytelling already. I was just, I just don't like to deal with people all that much. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not one of those people. 
what you would call a people person. <laughs> no, not really. So it was more or less like I want to draw. I want to tell stories, but I want to draw, and I wanted to like I liked drawing a lot. Mm -hmm. And my brother was the one that was kind of like comics. Look, oh yeah, it's cool. Look, which blade? Look, <laughs> Spawn and whatever. Which blade? Nice. Which blade and Spawn were my first two comics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, after that, of course. Throughout the time that I was um, like applying to the school, mm -hmm. my parents were a little bit like, "Wait, wait, really? You're oh, oh, okay. Um, you're gonna do that, huh?" Kind of thing. But once it was already happening, and once it was already like, "Okay, this is this is the school I'm going to. This is what I want to do." There was no question of like, "Oh, are you sure?" Or like, you know, you should go be a doctor or a teacher because it's more stable. Whatever, whatever. It was just more of a okay, matter so, of... So it wasn't comic book or doctor? It was those yeah. choices? Uh, never mind the fact that my family's made out of doctors. Besides... <laughs> okay, my, my uncles... My, my dad has like four sisters, a brother, and they're all either professors, teachers, or doctors. Okay. So, you know, weird, weird, weird ones in the family, oh, right. technically. Well, every family's got to have at least one weird one. <laughs> they, they love us, though. It doesn't matter. Well, they're so, forced to. Your family. <laughs> exactly. I mean, um, they were more or less just more worried about the fact that the Cubert School is not a degree-bearing program. It just gives you a certificate. Right. But, but, but degrees are just papers, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. exactly. But mm. it's, there's this. Yeah. In Turkey, if I want to teach a class if I want to like get a job they're gonna ask me for my degree versus in the states and if I'm trying to be a comic book artist nobody's gonna be like let me see your degree they're gonna look at your portfolio and mm -hmm. give you the job so there was the worry of that but in the end it's just what I wanted to do and all they could do about it was just okay we'll be supported and they were so you forced them into support okay I just, got just you. a little bit <laughs> just a lot. but th they are incredibly like they don't get it that's, and I think they'll all agree with me on this. They don't get it. Mm -mm. Because I'll be like, oh, I have to draw this page tonight, and then I have another page to do tomorrow, and I have to say, up oh, and, like, it's a background piece with, like, a three-point perspective, and there are, like, a huge army in it, and this, that, and my mom will be like, okay. <laughs> nice, sweetheart. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you go draw your picture. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring you some apples while you do that. So... They don't. They Do you don't. Want some cookies? <laughs> <laughs> they don't get it. Mm -hmm. But they're like, oh, I don't get it. But you do your thing. I'll be here. That's kind that's of thing. Great. Yeah. We're, I'm just going to assume that seeing as your parents. Yeah, they were super supportive. Uh, my dad especially. I think my dad was like over the moon that I came here. <laughs> He's in love with the keyboard school. Okay. What What about like, outside of the school, like the comic industry, or what's his thing? Um, point of view to it. Like the, the uh, comic book industry in general. Or well, just no, no. Like what? What you're what going to? Do, what does he do? Like what is? What is his? Is he? Does he? Is he pushing you to go into comics? Is he pushing just to? Oh, always. Okay. Always. He okay. constantly asks me like, so when's your comic coming out? Oh, like, nice. when are you doing this? Like, okay. I'm waiting. Okay. He's like, I came up with a great story for you. Ooh, those are always good. <laughs> <laughs> always, uh, always good. Always good. <laughs> <laughs> He's okay. always got the next idea for me. It's the next great idea. Don't forget it that. Is. It's the great it idea. Is. I love my dad. He's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Bridget's dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Angie? Uh, so I had kind of mixed responses, I guess. Like my, my mom 
was really excited for me because she's like, yeah, you're going to do art. And then she's like, yay, you're going to do comics. Um, You know, she always just wanted me to have stability, and I always wanted that too. And, uh, you know, saying, Mom, I'm going to go to comic book school is like the opposite of stability. (laughs) So, uh, you know, a lot of my family was kind of like, Oh, yay, we're really excited because you're doing art, and that's what we want for you. And then at the same time, they were like, So, how are you going to get a job? And um, so that, that kind of mixed reaction followed me through my entire experience at the school uh, to the point where I had some family members who were constantly like, yes, you can do this. I'm so excited for you. And then the second they wanted something, so uh, like, I have to backtrack for a second because I just realized I didn't explain that like, uh, my experience getting into the school, I, I live near all of my family. So okay. Uh, when you were saying about for students who come from overseas, it's really hard. I I kind of want to argue that sometimes because well, when like you comparing it to your experience, n- no, 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 I'm not saying <laughs> I'm comparing that, but I want to I want to point out that uh, I, I hear that a lot. You know, a lot of people they come from overseas, they've really missed their families. But then for those of us who are really local, like even Vanessa, I mean, you're you were from across the country, so I feel like you still had some freedom from your family. But for maybe Marky and Bridget, you guys can relate. Mm -hmm. For me, like, I constantly had my family going, well, why can't you be here? Because I I have friggin' homework, Mom. Um, You know, it was that kind of thing. So the holidays come up, and they go, well, you're going to, you have two weeks off school, so you're going to come home, or you're going to do this, right? And it's, no, I'm going to do homework. I, I go to the Cubert School. It's not like that. Mm. Um, a lot of us, when we came here, I, I think everyone eventually comes to peace with the fact that we call this boot camp for artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what, what was it said? Five years of work in three years' time or something to that effect? Yeah. Yeah. So. so, you know, but I think a lot of people outside of the school, especially if they're not into art, they, they don't get it. Mm-hmm. There's just no comprehension, no understanding. So when you live locally, there are a lot of people who still want to make demands on your time. And I found that that was actually one of the hardest things about attending the school because all of my friends were so happy for me being here. All of my family was so happy for me being here. But then when they realized that I was still 10 minutes away from them, but I might as well have been a 1,000 miles away, um, it, they couldn't get it. They, they had a really hard time with it. And I think that as far as the, yeah, you can do this, I never was lacking in that. But when it came to respecting what I was doing, they didn't know how because they just couldn't understand. They didn't get it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I want to apologize for making that comment. It's a very, very <laughs> valid point. I didn't look at it that way. Yeah. Because your lives have changed mm. and your families can't do anything but accept it because you're no longer there. Yeah. With the locals, they don't have to accept that because they can still see you. Mm-hmm. You're still there. Yeah. Now I can see you from here. No, when I was when I was actually in housing here, uh, the that was probably one of my favorite stories. <laughs> I was living with uh, my girlfriend Julia, which she's also from the West Coast. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. And she and I were hanging out, and it was around Thanksgiving time, and uh, there was another kid that was living in the the mansion where all the guys usually are, because at the time, the carriage house, which houses uh, a large amount of students, was being used for uh, just the girls, because Mm -hmm. 
when Bridget and I came here, there were three of us in the girls' class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then how many did we graduate with? 18? We started 18, with like w almost 40, and then it dropped. And there were four girls. One of them dropped out in first year. Oh, so yeah. you're saying total student body? Like yeah, your for your for your class for was 40. Class, yeah. yeah, for our class we had 40 kids for or people. I don't want to say kids. We had adults. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the people. whole year or the, the just your the class? Whole no, the whole year. Okay. It was only 40 people. Yeah, we yeah. had two classes. And yeah. then by the time we got to third year, we had two very small classes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how my year was, too. Yeah. And um, it, it's weird how it fluctuates, too. But yeah, uh, it is. Well, now, yeah, you, so now the school's now topping out at 100 ish. Yeah. 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 My year was really And the reason I got so. you guys to s hoping to get you guys to sit down was because the student body, the, the ratio is no longer. Thirty-seven yeah. to three. Yeah, it's, it's, not it's, it's very much changing. So, but, but you were saying? Oh, yeah. So, right, totally forgot. <laughs> um, so, going backwards, uh, my my mom decided to come see the dorm where I was living. Oh and no! Why? <laughs> 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 I'm missing something. What am I missing? We're <laughs> 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 all like, no, no. Am no, I going to no, lose no. respect for you if no, this story finishes? I don't know about these people. I'm not sure. I mean, you get it, but yeah, we do. But. No, I mean, you're, first of all, I was working my first year, and this was when my mom decided to come see the dorm, because uh, I had started the year living at my mom's and commuting, and then I was like, no, 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 I'm moving out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's I, not you, it's me. Yeah. I really have to go concentrate. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I had lived on my own, and I moved back home because I thought that I would save money by commuting, and I was actually commuting like an hour and a half a day to get to school, and I was like, this is not, no, That's I want to sleep. So I had moved into the housing. My mom's like, well, I'm going to come check it out now that you've already moved in and been living there for like two months. So I was working and I, I called Julia and I said, oh, Julia, I just want to let you know my mom's stopping by. She goes, when? <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, probably like 45 minutes. I'm on the road home. I'll be there in 45 minutes. <laughs> and she goes, okay, 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 I got this. <laughs> and I come home 45 minutes later and it's like sparkling. <laughs> I mean, like, it should have been, like, a Lysol commercial. Like, the <laughs> birds, the chirp, that, everything. That's friendship right yeah. there. I don't know if you realize that. All she the dead bodies so got My hidden. mother, she was so scared. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was, that, was, uh, that was a pretty phenomenal experience, <laughs> I have to say. But my mom came and she saw the dorm and she's like, you have your own kitchen? I said, yes, mother, I do. <laughs> <laughs> we said, use it God. regularly. Yeah, <laughs> well, the, the mansion didn't have a kitchen for no, yeah. the guys to cook in, which I what still don't like it does. They have vending machines. Yeah. Which, I'm sorry, as a guy, that makes absolute sense. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Is but there a microwave? Because if there's yeah, a microwave, they're set. Yeah. They're, they're they have done. three Eggs of them, I think. Even better. There's no lines. They're dirty, too. Oh, they're disgusting. What it does is it gives it flavor for Yes. Oh, we can't take the truth, can we? <laughs> Remember, spotless. Yeah, well, after 45 minutes, so don't you give me that shit. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I mean, it was just the two of us in the whole side of the carriage house, which was pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, had, had any of you stayed in the carriage house at yep. all? Yep, I have. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> like, the one We all broke rules. <laughs> so yeah. Anywho. <laughs> how, how is how is your your family with you, the the major departure? 
okay. the exodus across the world. So, I love my mom because she's always let me be who I am, and okay. I'm like really weird for a girl. <laughs> okay. Like I'd be the one doing karate. I'd be the one playing the Super Nintendo with my brother, and then the PlayStation, and okay. just be playing with Lego and be holed up in my room, and I was like really introverted, and I don't even know how I turned out rather social now. Like, I still don't really get it, but okay. <laughs> whatever. I was like always coped up in my room. Okay. Reading comics, playing video games, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, when I got this job at a local comic shop in the city, in Amsterdam, I was 15 at the time. I just, I'd already been visiting, mm -hmm. like getting my comics from there. First of all, a friend of mine told me that, oh, you know, you're getting these Dutch-translated comics that take months to come out because they would translate two issues at a time. Okay. Why? But I've heard of this comic shop that actually has the American ones. And I'm like, oh, where is it? You know, you need to show me. So I went over there, and I met the owner. He was a really, really nice guy. And I basically I was like, do you have Spawn? And he's like, oh, yes, I have everything. And he took me to the basement. <laughs> that sounds wrong. And I never <laughs> saw her again. <laughs> so in the States, that would have gone <laughs> yeah, that would have yeah. wrong. <laughs> Comic book guy, <laughs> basement, that those I don't know. go well. No. I have everything, honey, <laughs> come here. <laughs> I promise he's not a creeper. He showed me the back stock, which is, oh, yeah, I think, about 40,000 feet. <laughs> 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 I think... Oh I don't know if I have the figures right. It might be about 4,000 issues. Okay. And then he was like, I have Image, I have Dark Horse, I have Marvel, I have DC. And I'm looking at him like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't know Jack about comics at the time. But anyway, so after coming back a couple of times, and he was actually giving me a good price on them too, I was working a shitty job at a retailer store, and I'm like, do you need help? And he said, well, how much are you asking? And I'm like, well, more than two euros an hour, because that's what I was getting. At what the does time. that equate to? Uh, that's probably three fifty, four dollars, something like that. A little less, probably at this point. Okay. Um, so he was like, "Okay." So he, was like, yeah, come in. And I've been working there ever since. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. that being said, um, because I was working in that comic shop for so long, the whole idea of me being a comic book artist and also me having been drawing my whole life already, I guess it didn't seem like such a surprise to my mom when I came up with the idea, um, and. I honestly believe that my mom was just happy enough for me to graduate high school that she just kind of would let me do whatever. Okay. So when I said, hey, I'm going to go to America to the comic book school, she was like, yeah, you should do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then when it came to my relatives over here, they were always very supportive, but they all had that like incomprehensibleness of it that she's, they're like, so what are you going to do with it once you're done? I'm like, I'm hopefully going to get hired by Marvel or DC or something and draw comics for a living. And they're like, okay, but, but how does that work? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out myself. <laughs> I am going to school. <laughs> but no, I mean, despite all that, they were always like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Um, but I'm sure they must have questioned it in their heads. They mm -hmm. just didn't say it to me in my face. Well, that is, is a nice. form of support. And that is a that form of support. It really is. And when I did finally come over here, my aunt who lives in Long Island was very, very, very supportive because um, she would help me move and, you know, she would help me get settled because despite the fact that I've come here plenty of times already, it wasn't such a culture shock, but trying to, like, suddenly live on your own in a foreign country, mm -hmm. it, you know, it's... 
It's a lot to take in. Yeah, it's a lot so. to take in. So I was very lucky in the sense that I had relatives who kind of eased me into it and helped me out a lot in the beginning. So basically, I'm pretty good at that. Nice. I'm very, very lucky. Nice. So, Marky, your parents have been dropping you off here since you were yeah. a baby. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> waiting outside right now. In a bassinet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joe, take care of this yeah. one. <laughs> well, what's, uh, really, I would actually see him walking around Joe a lot, but I, I never really knew who he was. Um, you just called yeah. him Grandpa? <laughs> 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 no, you, are you my daddy? <laughs> But um, my parents were, again, really supportive. They were concerned about the degree um, mm -hmm. because it was a certificate. So I did apply to other schools. Um, I got into those. But when it came down to it, they're like, well, what do you really want to do? And I said, I really want to go here. Like, I went to the open house um, at other places, and it wasn't the same. It mm -hmm. just, there wasn't that warmth. And when I was talking to the students at the open house, there was just something different about this school and I even heard Joe talking to um, one of the girls in the Saturday class, and he's like, just keep drawing, mm -hmm. just really keep. And that was the most genuine thing. And he's, my gosh, like an amazing, like a founder of like everything. Yes. So um, my parents were supportive of that. Um, but we did have to have the sit down talk, you know, like, this is. We, we did have to Wrong sit down. <laughs> we had to sit down and talk about, you know, like um, I'm not going to be at these things, like these events. Like I'm not going to be able to make it to a family thing when I normally would be able to. This is different, and when I'm working, um, I'm working. I'm not just like you can't come downstairs and start asking me to do all these things because that takes away from. Mm -hmm. Um, the momentum. Yeah, from just being distracted. I work, sometimes I won't even see my mom, and I'm home, like, the whole, I'm like, I haven't seen you all day. <laughs> well, part of the going to this school is that, yes, the bell may ring at 3.30, yeah. but that doesn't mean it's done. No, no, no. Because no. most of the work that you're doing oh, no. is yeah. your work, the work that you have to actually physically do. You're not reading a book or studying for you know, a spelling bee or whatever. It's <laughs> the actual process of making the art, which you can't do in, I don't know, how long is it day here? Eight hours? Is it an eight hour day? Depends on what you're doing. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, physically from bell to bell. In yeah. this oh, building. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. it still because you guys have lab now? No, it's 8.30 to 4. With lab. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then eight hours at home. Yep. Eight. Seven and a half hours. <laughs> so it's eight hours. Let's just so round it out. So an eight-hour day in... Building right. is not your day. No, no, so no. It that's just one part of it, and um, it's probably the shorter part of it as well. <laughs> yes. yes, yes. So I'd come home, work, and my dad was really, really supportive because he works in production in the city. So he like <coughs> all that, loved the movie, loved all the movies, um, and my mom was supportive of that as well. Um, but it also living at home, I have to say, it actually really helped me, kind of balance things a lot more because I did eventually like I'm going to grow up and you know obviously <laughs> live um, outside grow up. <laughs> <laughs> when they should grow I'm up. never growing up <laughs> never. so like it taught me also that that is an important <laughs> aspect of it like mm -hmm. a family is an aspect of it and they all and um, I know a lot of people said don't get a job while you're in the school mm -hmm. I made it a point to get a job because it taught me how to manage my time very well um, because I couldn't just goof off. So, and my parents were supportive of that as well. But okay. they said, you know, if it gets in the way, right. you know, we have your back. Okay. So, Well, then there's also 
those who needed to get a job. I yeah. I needed to get a job to pay for my groceries. Exactly. And I I my parents also made me pay for things too. Like uh they even though I live at home, they take care of certain things. Mm-hmm. But like I pay for my gas, I paid for my car and all that other stuff. So Listen, nobody's gonna knock you if they pay for things. It's I the know. way to do it. <laughs> no, <man. laughs> but it like it Keep made going. me even though I was living at home, it made me feel good that I was taking care of stuff I mean mm-hmm. a lot mm. you know being an adult oh. <laughs> a lot of people look at me like she's an adult you're an adult for those yeah, who are listening she's turning bright red <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. alright so alright we're going to leave it up to you to tell us the horrible story of the parents that didn't support you and kicked you out <laughs> no? No? come on Vanessa don't be a sheep cool. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't kick me out it was just uh well, when I told my mom, even from regular college, she wasn't all that supportive with me being an artist. Okay. She thought that's not a thing. Okay. <laughs> pretty much. Because uh, <laughs> well, a thing to do, honey. <laughs> like, well, she came from way down south in Mexico. She worked really hard for everything we had. So for she those w- of you who can't understand, that's Mexico. Mexico, <laughs> 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 whatever. And then, uh, so she wanted, like, all her kids to do good, too, you know. First two kids messed up, whatever it took to me. And it's like I'm an artist and it's like that's what I wanted to do. So she wasn't very supportive. Like she's still kind of struggling with the support. Mm-hmm. Um, I always had it for my brother and my sister. My brother's like, I'll drive you around when you're rich and famous. I'll be your driver, your bodyguard, whatever. He's like, oh, that'll be my job and stuff. And then my sister's always believed in me. She always thought, like, do you could do anything, go for it. You're you know, you're tough, you're strong, you could do it. And then uh, my mom was just always like, uh, well, the, the mother aspect, you know, yeah. protecting, especially, unfortunately, like you said, it's very difficult for someone who doesn't have the, the artist bug yeah, to understand, understand it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of times you have to relate it to something. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, someone has a fondness for cars. Yes, that's a physical thing. You can <laughs> buy and sell cars, blah, blah, blah. But that thing, that feeling <laughs> that you have for it. Yeah, you have no. it for she would tell me she's uh, like because we have cousins that did okay and some that are doctors whatever and she's like, oh why don't you do what monica does and i'm like look at monica she looks miserable you want me to be that miserable <laughs> <laughs> I wanna yes. do no. <laughs> it's like i want to do something that makes me happy this will make me happy i know it will and she's like mm. but um when it came down to it she i did i showed her once i graduated college i'm like look mom here are my degrees right. here mom i did this here mom i did this and then so now I'm here, and then she's, uh, for this summer, last summer, she bugged me, and she threw me into an internship at her job. She works for fashion. Okay. So I was doing fashion stuff, and I was like, I hate this. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to do fashion again. It was, like, the worst. But then uh, this summer, she left me alone because I told her, I showed her my plan. I'm like, Mom, look, this is my plan. I'm like, every week, I'm going to do something. I'm going to try to sell it, and then that's how I'll make money. Okay. And then so I, sh- I actually was doing it. I was selling work on eBay. Okay. And then I was working, and then she'd come home and show, oh, what did you do today? What did you draw? And I would show, oh, look, 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 look at my drawing. <laughs> <laughs> and we put it on the first case. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like, so she's getting better and better. So now when she, like, I text her, yeah, I miss you. She's like, oh, did you do this? Did you do that? I'm like, I just said I miss you. <laughs> and I'm like, she's like, oh, well, are you doing your work? Are you paying attention? I was like, yes, mom. <laughs> but so she's gotten a lot better. Okay. But at first it was, like, hard well, to do it. It, it's, uh, it's understandable because she doesn't. She doesn't understand. Yeah, which didn't. hopefully that she, you know, that she turned Watch the corner and, and is getting to that point. Yeah. I have a question for those that graduated college with a degree in fine arts of sorts. What was your plan with that? No clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's art stuff. Just do it. Um, 
Well, I mean, like I said, uh, mine was, you know, if I want to get a big kid job or okay. a grown-up job, I, I had, everyone had said, well, what are you going to do if you don't have a degree? Because as you've heard from every single person at this table, someone at some point will say, well. Mm -hmm. And uh, so for, for me, I also have to be honest, I was never 100% sure if I was going to end up in comics because similar to Marky, actually, I, I was like, yeah, comics. And I was like, yeah, high school. You know, I did martial arts too. I was on the fencing team in high school, and fencing was every day after school. And then you'd also have meets, and then you know, I was trying to work. And I'm also the big sister in a family with younger siblings that were eight and ten years younger than me. So I played a huge part in taking care of them growing up. Um, so by the time I, I graduated high school. I basically said, all right, I'm going to do a couple years at county. I know I still want to do art. I'm just not sure where I'm going to end up in this field. And uh, going to county it was interesting because, you know, I mentioned to one of the teachers, <laughs> I'll never forget this, I mentioned to one of the teachers that I, I wanted to go to the, the Kubert School. I was really strongly considering going after graduating. And he goes, yeah, I think you'd be better off just selling cars. <laughs> said, Wow, all right, thanks. Um, and basically, it was just this mentality of there's fine artists and then there's comic book artists. And commercial artists. Yes. Commercial artists, yeah, especially. But but comic book specifically for that mm -hmm. college, that, that I guess maybe it was just that teacher. Um, he had been hearing that for so many years because it's a local college and this is a local school. So he just... Yeah, he did not. He was not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, I, obviously, I didn't listen to him. Right. <laughs> so I ended up here. But now that I've graduated, I've discovered that uh, I really like teaching. And I've, I've considered going back to school uh, to get a bachelor's now. And, and I actually kind of wish that I did have one because uh, there are jobs that I've looked into getting that won't even look at your resume if you don't have a bachelor's, mm -hmm. which is extremely frustrating for those of us who have attended the Kubert School plus however many other years of whatever other schooling we've done because we're still just as capable, if not more. Mm -hmm. Right. And they don't care. Nope. So You don't have that piece of paper that says you're wicked smart. Yeah. Right. And so if you don't have that piece of paper, it, it doesn't exist. Yeah. But so. the, the, the degree was basically just like, okay, well... I, I liked actually. I also liked homework, and I like. <laughs> <laughs> I like school. Now <laughs> And yeah, I, I I like learning about a lot of other things, and I I found that coming to the Kubert School, I was very appreciative of how focused they are on art specifically, but I missed taking other core curriculum that I had to like I was not big on math, but I did enjoy algebra, and. <laughs> <laughs> um, I took creative writing in college, which really helped me when I came here because I had classes where they were like, hey, write a story. Mm -hmm. We're going to turn this into a script. Um, so there were there were classes like, you know, you could take a history class, you could take philosophy, you could take uh, lit classes, but you could do like children's literature. You could do different types of classes that, to me, made you a more well-rounded artist mm -hmm. and creative thinker. Okay. So... I think it's important. I agree with Fabio. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like there's certain processes for certain types of people when it comes to, especially school. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people gear their schooling towards their profession. I want to be a doctor. So mm -hmm. I got to do this 72 years of school to become a doctor. <laughs> I want to be a writer. 
So I got to do four years of school and then go live in the woods somewhere to learn how to do it right. Hopefully not die in a bus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, when it comes to, that's on there. When it comes to oh. art, there are a multitude of avenues to take. You can go the fine art route where you're learning art, learning about art, learning to appreciate art. Then there's the doing side of the school, like a trade type where you're, and it's the, it's the opposite. You have to learn how to be negative towards your own stuff so that you can progress to get better. I don't know how else to say that. Um, now, for those that are looking to get into, that are sitting here at this table, that are looking to get into a very tiny field, it's a very, very small field, which is the comic book industry. Mm -hmm. The no matter skill level, no matter what, you have to be prepared that it's going to be a very long and hard and arduous thing. No matter what your stuff looks like, because there's someone else out there that looks. What what do you do to get mm -hmm. yourself t to be prepared for that? I I know personally, so I, so you understand. Mm -hmm. I don't take negativity very well. <laughs> if someone says I've done something wrong, I do mm -hmm. everything in my power to make them stop saying that. Perfect example. I have known Anthony for a couple of years before coming to this, before associating with the school, and I met him, and we associated. Honest to God, one of the nicest human beings I've ever met. Yep. Okay. Genuinely, a decent human being. Yep. Okay. He's <laughs> definitely is. And. He's an adorable dad, by the way. Amazing <laughs> 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 guy. Great teacher. Uh, good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. And this brings me to my point. I happen to be associating with him at one at one at New York, I, whether it be special edition or New York Comic Con proper. And I was standing there at his table, and a student came over, and showed pulled out the portfolio, and he looked me in the face and said, "I don't want to do this." <laughs> 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 and I said, "Well, I want." And then he goes, Did you see? "And he tore the kid apart." Oh. Okay, because oh. that's that's what the kid asked for. Yep. yep. And I was stunned. This was a completely different side of this human mm -hmm. being that I never saw. And what shocked me the most was that that kid who just got his ass handed to him <laughs> looked at Anthony in the face and genuinely said thank you. Yeah. 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 We all yep. do that. Yeah. 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 What is the matter with you people? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yes. that's borderline sadist. No. It really is. No. You go up to people. <laughs> Asking to be critiqued. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Now, I when when Adam did the last critique in the room. Oh yeah. I had to have the camera set up there recording, and I like it, you. It's it's rough. It's <laughs> it not is. nice. It's not a it's not a pleasure for an outside listener. It doesn't seem to be a pleasurable experience. Oh. How do you how do you go about your day? I'll tell you this, <laughs> and they'll all agree with me on this. I'm pretty sure if we go to a critique. And they just give you, oh, just keep working on this oh. and that. But this is hard. You'll do fine. Okay, so and when two, four, six, eight, ten. Yeah. Ten eyes rolled. Yeah. When, <laughs> they, when they do the, oh, it's okay. You'll do good. Thing. You want to punch them in the Yeah, yeah you, you walk away yeah. from there going, they thought I was so shitty that they didn't even tell me I was shit. That was the best way I've yes. ever heard that. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. they, they didn't even care enough to tell me that something was bad so I could fix it. Mm. Okay. So you want them to rip you anyway. You want them to be like 100% honest with you. All right, so I'm going to direct the question towards you because you are, from your own admission, an introvert. Okay, you, are, you, you, you had to grow in. 
And that aspect of this field is not a good place for an introvert. Well, I need to um, add something to that. I probably forgot to mention that I was in theater. Okay. For which is what probably got me out of my shell. Okay. And in theater is very much the same process of critiquing. Like I had I to be we had to do a solo. I can't I can't I can't wrap my head around it. All right, and we had to do a <laughs> solo and we called it the chair solo because you would have to get um, a chair, <laughs> put it on stage, sit on it and boom, start. Just like out of the blue, completely improvised. Improvise what? Impro- exactly. Like it was Whatever, like clearly. <laughs> I, I think our drama teacher would give us like one line or something, or a concept or an idea, very very vague, and tell you like go, take as much prep time as you need. You know, like go behind the stage and ever take your prep time, do whatever you have to do, and once you get on that stage, you sit in that chair, you got to do your thing. So. I was petro. I like <laughs> my whole group went ahead of me. Like it, it was all the most random moments too. It was like throughout the course that we had to do this. Mm-hmm. That he would just like you, time for your chair solo, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to run away and cry. Um, I, so when it was my turn, finally I was scared shitless. Okay. I was like, fuck. I could f- completely understand that. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'm following you. I was like, I was somehow <laughs> hoping he would just forget that I still had to yeah, do Yeah, you're it. the one. He'll They're forget like, just yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I did my chair solo, and it was actually very closely related to my life and all that at the time. And it was actually in that point in my life that I was seriously considering going into theater, but I was also caught up on comics, so I, was, I have to choose between the two. And people were like, oh, you can do two do, do <laughs> things at the same time. And I'm like, no, theater you can't. taught me that if you want to do something professionally art-wise, you need to put... 1,000% of your time and effort into it. Right. Because it was an extracurricular thing that we were doing, and it was an actual three-year program. And we, a- we actually ended up being on stage in actual theaters in the city. Um, so it was very, very serious. Okay. You know, it would require a lot of dedication, and that's kind of where I learned that. So my question to you has absolutely no bearing whatsoever because you're not an introvert. Not anymore, <laughs> okay. I would hope. <laughs> not anymore. I... My day job is a project management. Okay? I have a very finite set of rules. There are certain things that I have to abide by. If I do something wrong, they say this is wrong. Do this. Okay? Everybody that tells you you're doing something wrong is coming out of your brain. You're making shit up. Okay? <laughs> There's no book that you th- get thrown in. You're not copying. How's that? Okay? So you're coming up with your own independent thoughts, ideas, and then expressing yourselves on paper. How, how when someone looks you in the face and says you're n- no, wrong. I'll, I'll, I'll pose it to you as the youngster in the room. How, um, how, does, how do you process that? Um, well, again, I guess I had a similar experience with, uh, with what Lex is going through. Uh, I took martial arts, mm-hmm. and um, they would constantly critique you on your kata, and that was, um, my sensei explained it like there's... Um, kata the way it's supposed to be done so drawing the way it's supposed to be done like the basics then there's your kata or your drawing the way that you would do it like you may stand a little shorter your punches may be a little angled differently so um i really got used to being critiqued and um just really pushed to try my best and it wasn't until i uh, had to train for my black belt test that um 
That just, I'm sorry, because I can see you, and you just said I'm a black belt. <laughs> okay. But, um, <laughs> In not so many words. <laughs> and I was the type of person that really did not, like, if I wanted something, I'd be too scared to go for it. And going through that test really pushed me to be like, I want this. This is, and if I want this, I'm going to push for it, and I'm going to just go for it. Um, and that really helped with my, a similar mindset for art. And when someone tells me that it stinks or like it's bad or I, it, it's just work. not working, mm -hmm. um, I don't take it personally. I, I don't know, there's like a separation okay. um, from it because it's work, it's lines on a page. Uh, yes, it is, you know, my stuff, but if, if hearing what I'm doing wrong, I'm eventually gonna see what's wrong and not know how to word it. They're wording it for me. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember we sat down with um, Clayman and he would go into each panel and be like, this isn't working. Fix this. But this is working. I like this. So it was, I don't know, it's inspiring to hear when they're telling you how, because then they go into how they, um, they would work. How, yeah, how they would work. And that gives you new ideas. And then you're actually excited because you're like, this is something I can fix. Th it's not a dead end, I guess, what mm -hmm. I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Like, they're giving you things. They're like, there's something else beyond what you're doing and you're capable of it. Okay. So I guess I'm taking it that way. Interesting. But Interesting. It, is, it is kind of like what Aisha is saying that, you know, because people are telling you how to correct it, you can figure out how to correct it. Whereas if there's something to be corrected, you're like, there's nothing to correct. <laughs> and you're like, well, okay, I'm done. what's next? Yeah. We used Good. to call that in our class a shit sandwich. That's what Patrick would oh, call yeah. it. He would call it a shit sandwich <laughs> where when you're critiquing somebody, like it's not always like you're not always being critiqued. Sometimes you're giving critiques because like your friend will come up to you and be like, what do you think of this? And like if you see a big error, you kind of put the shit in a nice sandwich where you say, this works really well, this looks really great, but that leg is broken. Okay. Kind of thing. So, <laughs> I see what you did there. It's a cookie sandwich <laughs> made out of shit. Yes, got it. <laughs> so I think most people that we do, like if you're lucky enough, the person that you ask the critique from will know how to deliver it well enough mm -hmm. that it's not just this is shit, this is shit, this is shit, go kill yourself. It's not that. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's, it's more so like, look, you're on your way. It's just a matter of like doing this and this and this and like, look at this. Like, this is working for you, but this, not so much. Gotcha. Kind of thing. Okay, so wrapping back around, when it comes to employment opportunities, <laughs> okay, you're still in school. Mm -hmm. um, still in school. You're still in school. <laughs> She's still, still, yes. still in school. <laughs> This side of the table is not. No. Okay? She's in table. Oh, you're not in school either. That's correct. You're there. right. <laughs> I just graduated. She graduated a year you're before me. Yeah. They graduated the same year. That they was two years ago. They graduated a year before me, so I think. No, two years before me. That was two years. Three years ago. Now, when it comes to life after the school, okay, and you're not jumping right into the loving, welcoming arms of Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, or whatever. <laughs> um, what do you go looking for okay we're going to put a pin in it right there if you want any more information on any one of these wonderful ladies please check out the show notes where there will be links to their uh, social medias and whatnot. and if you want to get a hold of me you can always send me an email at mail at geekaid.com 
or you could follow me on Twitter at geekaid underscore Evan. I really hope you enjoyed our little sit down. Um, please come back next time for the answers to this question and so many more. As always, thank you for listening, and please check out all the other wonderful podcasts and video casts and articles that are featured on geekaid.com. Have a good night.